Recollections at 30. NBC, celebrating its 30th year of broadcasting, invites you to memorable moments of radio's earlier days. In this special series of broadcasts, you'll reminisce among NBC's vast and historic library of sound. You'll hear the stars, the songs, the great moments in sports and special events that have highlighted these 30 years of NBC network broadcasting. And here, guiding our recollections at 30, is Ed Hurley. Thank you, Fred Collins, and good evening, everyone. Once again, I've spent a very happy week tracking down your requests in NBC's great library of sound, and later on I shall tell you how to address your requests, so please have a pencil ready at the end of the broadcast. Right now, though, I'd like to observe that while some of your requests are very specific indeed, some are of a more general nature. And mind you, I'm not complaining, but since so many have asked to hear some of the fine old orchestras, I'm going to throw the ball right back into your laps. I'm going to play a selection from the repertoire of one of the most popular orchestras of all time. And it may be fun for you in your homes to see if you can identify it. Hint, the orchestra still functions in one of New York's hotels. Hint, the leader plays piano. See if you can identify him from this number he did in a 1938 broadcast. <laughs> Vincent Lopez, his piano and orchestra playing the Donkey Serenade. Another highlight of radio's earlier days was a dramatic show that opened like this. Light out, everybody.
Yes, they certainly caught your attention with an opening like that. You knew you were in for spine-chilling drama, and the effect was heightened if you did put the lights out. Didn't you? Most everybody did. Well, let's recall the spell that program wove by letting Boris Karloff illustrate from one of the broadcasts in the 30s. I tell you, there's no cat here. Get out. Get out of here. Oh, it's like that, is it? You heard me. Get out of my house. Well, you sure are making a lot of noise about nothing, young fella. But it's your house. And if that's the kind of neighbor you want to be, I guess... What? What are you standing there for? Get out! Get out! Now, just a minute. Take it easy. No cat, eh? Well, what was that I just... Uh, nothing at all. You've got no right Mr. to... Mr. You may not be alive, but you sure are something close to it. If that ain't a cat in that bedroom there, then I ain't never heard one. Get out! Get out of here! Oh, no, I won't. Listen to that cat. If that ain't creating a public nuisance, I'd like to know what it is. It's none of your business. This is my house. Get out of here. And I'm telling you, that cat, you got an error violating the city ordinance. Now, if you don't make it shut up, disturbing me, Katie... I will. Uh, stay away from that door. Stay away from that door. Hey, listen to it. That ain't no cat you got in there. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I lied. It is a cat. Just a cat. But I'll make it be quiet, but go away. Go wait, away. Wait a minute. Take it easy. If it's just a cat, what are you getting so excited? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Look at you. Your eyes are blazing. What's going on here? I think I'll have a look. No, stay away. Oh, no. No, get away. Take it away. I told you. I told you to go home, big one. If I only had big one. You'll never use it. Never. Keep away from it. Help. 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 I asked you to go, didn't I? I asked you to. Didn't I, Linda? You heard me. You heard me ask him. Linda. Linda, what's the matter? What are you going to do? Linda, keep away from him. What are you going to do? No, no, Linda. Get away from him. Linda, Linda. Stop. Stop. Ah! Oh, 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 he's in my eyes. My eyes. That's what chilled and thrilled us in 1938. Which reminds me that radio drama goes on, though fashions change. Nowadays, terror has been replaced by science fiction. And I believe the best of the science fiction shows is X-1. All right, another little guessing game for you. Now, I don't expect anyone to remember right offhand what song was number one on the hit parade on October the 23rd, 1936... But I do expect that anyone who sang to his best girl on the ballroom floor or whispered to her in the moonlight will feel a pang of recognition when we play it as it was played over NBC on that evening 20 years ago. Maybe you'll even recognize the vocalist. See if you can. Here's the winner. The all-American favorite song from coast to coast. Climbing from number four to first place. Jerome Kern's The Way You Look Tonight from Swing Time. Well, 
I'm off below When the world is cold I will feel the glow Just thinking of you And the way you look tonight Oh, but you're lovely With your smile so warm And your cheeks so soft There is nothing for me but to love you Just the way you look tonight With each word your tenderness grows Tearing my fear apart And that fact that wrinkles your nose touches my foolish heart lovely never never change keep that breathless charm won't you please arrange it cause I love you just the way you look tonight was Freddie Rich's orchestra from a 1936 broadcast of the hit parade, and the vocalist was Buddy Clark. And here's another performer you've requested to hear, the zany Colonel Stoopnagel. Now, another example of the simple life is 90-year-old Herman Heisler, a South Norwalk farmer. Why, at 90, is Mr. Heisler still in perfect health? Because every morning, rain or shine, he gets up at 5, hitches his wife to the plow, and is back in bed by 5.30. <laughs> Most of us agree that our health depends on our food. And one English scientist, a Mr. J.J. Tichborn, never eats solid food but advocates a diet of milk. Or in his own words, he says, quote, shoot the liquid to me, John boy, unquote. <laughs> However, some of our authorities insist that health does not depend on food. Leader of this school of thought is the eminent French physiologist Robert Jacques Rochambeau de Flaubert, who once remarked, it ain't what you chew, it's the way that you chew it. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Flaubert has written several other song hits, too, including My Heart Belongs to the Smithsonian Institute. <laughs> now suppose we delve a bit into the history of health. Who invented health? Where did it originate? Is health here to stay? How do you spell health? 
Let us consider for a moment the findings of Dr. James K. Willis. Dr. Willis took four white mice, whom we shall call A, B, C, and D, for those who are not their names. To mice A and B, Dr. Willis fed uh, barley, raspberry jelly, and gluten bread. But to mice C and D, he fed barley, raspberry jelly, and gluten bread trimmed. <laughs> With what result? With what result? Mice A and B are sluggish and cannot even perform simple sums in arithmetic. But mice C and D are brilliant conversationalists and mingle in high society. And when I saw them last, they were wearing tails. <laughs> but to bring my little talk on National Health Week to a close, I now demonstrate a most amazing scientific achievement. A machine which enables us to hear a human heartbeat amplified many times. I place the microphone of the machine to my chest, thus, and now listen to the heartbeat. <laughs> well, either the machine is broken or my heart has stopped. My, my heart is... My, hey! Hey, is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> In the vast NBC library of sound, there are so many wonderful items of historical importance, and we have one for you tonight. You may remember that in February of 1942, the French liner Normandy, which was being converted to a troop ship, caught fire at her pier. Graham McNamee, the inimitable, was on the spot for NBC. We've been down here for just about an hour and a quarter, ladies and gentlemen, at the foot of 50th Street on the west side in New York City. Almost falling into the Hudson River here. We're within 200 feet of the great French liner, the Normandy, which is a fire. It has been burning quite fiercely for somewhere in the neighborhood of an hour and a half at least. There's been no sign of flame at all, but the smoke is terrific, as witnessed very well by the group of firemen who are fighting the flames way up on the superstructures and all through the ship and they are being carried out pretty rapidly and put into ambulances. And now, the flame has just showed itself, just came through the top of the superstructure in two places, up on the bridge, just on the bridge. It is going, now it's coming fast, the flame rising up the funnel for at least 40 feet, and also coming out in through the front of the bridge. This is the first sign of flame we have seen during the entire afternoon. But she's burning the forward funnel now and burning very, very badly. The smoke is becoming more terrific. Streams and rivers of water running from the superstructure of the great ship. It is terrific. It seems that a great part of the superstructure is on fire, mostly inside. Very little has come through, but these... The flames have come through in three spots now, and it is really a terrific fire. You may recall all attempts to salvage the Normandy failed, and the liner finally was broken up for scrap. Well, back to your letters again. A number of people have recalled the lovely waltzes that Marek Weber used to play on the Contented Hour. Before he came to America to conduct on that program, he had been known throughout Europe as the favorite interpreter of Strauss waltzes. And so it's appropriate that we hear his special arrangement of the beautiful Blue Danube. Mm -hmm. 
Eric Weber playing a bit of lovely music that was originally heard on a May evening in 1938 on the Contented Hour. Oh, it's so much fun to turn the clock back like this each week and enjoy some of the performances that highlighted radio in the days gone by. Your letters are always welcome, and remember, it is your requests that help me to assemble each week's selections. See you next week, same time. Good night, everyone. Ed Hurley has been your host on Recollections at 30. Next week at this time, there'll be another in this special series, commemorating NBC's 30th year of broadcasting. This is Fred Collins, hoping you'll be able to join us then for more of the great stars and great moments of the past. Recollections at 30 is directed by Bob Mauer. We hope you are enjoying the old-time radio programs on the Radio Then.Network podcast. You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog. www.radiothen.network Check it out and bookmark the blog which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network